This is Jenny Bell from Clarington, Ohio, and I'm listening to Barbecue Central. Do it live. Okay. Well, do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and. Oh. Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Good evening and welcome to the really big Barbecue Central show. This is a show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. Originating from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame City, Bomb City, USA, Cleveland, Ohio, the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I am the aforementioned Greg Rempe, your program host, and happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday evening's live fire fun and frivolity show. If you want to jump in on the show this evening, here's how you do that. You can get in touch with the show by sending an email to greg at bbqcentralshow.com or on the Twitter and Instagrams at bbqcentralshow. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening in case you didn't get the newsletter. It is the third Tuesday of a month, if you can believe it. Q1 almost done here, notwithstanding one normal week and then a bonus week here in the month of March. Leading off the third Tuesday of every month, of course, the most prolific live fire cookbook author on the face of the earth, the Barbecue Hall of Famer, a Barbecue, a barbecue Central Show guest Hall of Famer, a cooking class instructor, a TV show host, and the list goes on. Stephen Reichlin will be making his monthly appearance. Thursday, you will find St. Patrick's Day. We talked a little bit about it with Meathead last week. We will pick up that conversation with Stephen Reichlin in more of a academic and a learning standpoint. We'll learn all about corned beef. We'll learn about St. Patrick's Day, where these two things came upon themselves, and the history might surprise you a little bit as we look back here, and then we'll talk about best preparation techniques and, of course, the best way to serve and eat that corned beef if you're going to be partaking in any of that this coming Thursday. By the way, this coming Thursday here in Cleveland promises to be tremendous weather. Actually, tremendous weather starting tomorrow as we start to broach mid to upper 60s and wall-to-wall sunshine, so a welcome change from what we've had here over the last number of months, but that's why we live here. So Stephen Reichlin to lead it off 35 past the hour. He was on the first time towards the end of 2021. He is a cigar expert and friend of this show, Jonathan Barbo, a.k.a. Mr. Jonathan from the Cigar Authority podcast live show. Really like this show in a lot of ways, as I think I said the first time. It's a live show. It happens every Saturday from noon um, yeah, noon to 2 Eastern. It's also being recorded, then released in podcast, 
They are now, I believe, in their 11th year or 12th year of doing it live. So not almost on par with this show, but we have been doing it live. Do it live. Doing it live a little bit longer than the Cigar Authority podcast. But it's not a contest, but I'm winning. So Mr. Jonathan will rejoin us. We'll talk about cigars. We'll talk about state of the industry. We'll talk about lighters. We'll talk about proper maintenance of your accoutrement amongst some other things, things that you should be smoking. Every time we have Mr. Jonathan on now, the last question or around the last question, I'll say, what should we be smoking this week? Kind of like with Sam, the cooking guy, when I say, what should we be eating for dinner tomorrow? I always feel like I'm surprising him with that, but he does have access to the outline, but I don't know if he does the research. I'm going to give him credit and say he does, but it always appears that I'm surprising him. Nevertheless, we'll ask Mr. Jonathan, what should we be smoking this week? And that'll close out the first hour. So a little bit of diversity there, live fire, and then live fire of a different sort altogether. Second hour, it's all new all the time. You know about Old World Spices. Everybody you know that has a spice or rub out there has at least rubbed shoulders, sent emails, or asked questions about them, to them, or for them. Amy Yunk from... Old World Spices and Seasonings and Sauces will be joining me. If you are not familiar with Old World Spices, certainly you'll be able to get a whole background on that. This is a family-operated, started business. Since been purchased, we'll talk a little bit about that as well as we get through the segment. And then as we close out the segment with Amy, there's going to be talk of a barbecue competition that is in the Kansas City slash Missouri area. Really, uh, you had to be within a certain distance of the, is it the KCI airport? I apologize if I'm not giving the correct airport identifier on that. But it's a pretty unique barbecue competition. We've not really talked a lot of barbecue on the show over the last number of years, but this one... She's involved in putting together. It's been a pretty quick sprint to get this one off, actually. There's a lot of cool things tied in locally for some of the pitmasters that are going to be competing to win this. And some things that might surprise you. A, first prize purse shocked me, and I'll leave it at that. Number two, while the prize purse is extreme in a good way, what you get on top of that if you win this could turn out to be double or triple or quadruple what the prize purse for winning this event is. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. And then closing out the show, if you are a fan of live fire cooking in general, you know that the steak competition, the uh, the SCA, the Steak Cook-Off Association, had their world championship this past weekend. Of course, this is for year 2021, not to be confused with the fact that we are in the last quarter of 2022. Throw all that aside. We had your 2021 world champion, Scott Nardi from Tanker Bell Steak Team out of Wisconsin. He'll be joining me to close out the show. We'll recap the weekend, talk about what it's like to be a world champion. And of course, you know me. I'm going to be pressing him for every single bit of his cooking method the rubs that he's using, the techniques, the flips, the internal temps, all the fun stuff. And you know I have to talk about the sear because Utah Embedded Correspondent Rusty Monson has claimed from time to time that he is going to be the 
or at the forefront of the Sear revolution. Not sure exactly how that's panning out for anybody. So I'll talk to Scott about searing and what all that has to do. So it's going to be fun. It's a great show. Again, first hour, folks, you have seen on this show a hundred times or twice. And in the second hour, you've never seen him on the show before. So continuing on with the new guests here in 2022 at Breakneck Rates. If you want to jump in to the show or follow me socially, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and the Snappers at BBQ Central Show for a live video feed, go to Facebook and Twitch slash BBQ Central Show. Also, YouTube has a video feed slash RD Rempy. We're also live on Clubhouse as well for an audio if you would like to do it that way. All right, let's get into some show feedback. Dennis from Colorado, my uh, my Colorado Embedded Correspondent. Greg, I'm voting that Sam the Cooking Guy, let me re- just stop here for a second. Dennis was talking about, or Dennis is guessing what Sam was talking about a couple weeks ago when he said that he was going to be cooking on some new type of cooker that he wouldn't reveal to me, much to my chagrin as I let you know last week. Dennis writes, Greg, I'm voting that Sam the Cooking Guy is getting one of those newly released Arden Indoor Smokeless Pellet Grills. They're advertising more and threatening to release soon, regards Dennis. Dennis, I don't know what he's getting. I can guarantee you, you are 100% wrong. I know it's not that. This I can tell you with 100% assurity, and it's a yes, not a no, it's a yes. He is not getting that. Bob in Tulsa writes in, Greg, love your show when I can hear it, especially the brisket talk, and then followed up by Cosmo a few weeks ago was great. I had a question. Whose voice is the we'll do it live sound drop? Sure sounds like Al Pacino, but not sure where it was said. Regards, Bob. Well, Bob, I'm glad you asked. Let me see if I have the ability to, you know what? I don't, I don't have the ability because I'm going to running out of time because I got too fat lipped right here in the open as I normally do. He's talking about this. We'll do it live. Do it live. I can I'll write it and we'll do it live. Here's what I can tell you. That's a little bit cut up. It's a roughly minute and a half, minute and 40 second clip of Bill O'Reilly back in the day when he hosted Current Affair. And they were doing a pre-taped outro. It wasn't going well. And that was just a mere portion. I say, or I hooked out, we'll do it live because that's the mantra of this show. We do it live. But it's the clip is so much more enthralling and devastating and tragic and great all at the same time. Just go to YouTube and search We'll Do It Live Bill O'Reilly and that's all you need to do. Stephen Reichland coming up here shortly. I will talk to you quickly about the Do Wellness program over at davidleans.com slash barbecue because maybe lately you've been hearing that having a dad bod was cool. But take it from a stud like me, there's nothing sexy about having a dad bod or wearing your gluttony everywhere you go, not to mention being overweight increases all the risks and causes of mortality, including strokes, most cancers, coronary artery disease, the list goes on. Making the decision to change decades-old food habits can mean the difference between you attaining your health goals versus dealing with unknown health challenges that you and your family will have to face down the road. Luckily, 
Thanks to my pal and friend of show, Backyard Barbecue Enthusiast and men's health and wellness coach, David McDowell. You can now eat barbecue all year round and still lose the fat. Fat! With David, you've got assistance around the clock. He's just a text message, an iMessage, or a WhatsApp message away. He's also available to FaceTime, Zoom, WhatsApp, video chat, or whatever you need, even on short notice. Now, some coaches are charging up to 500 bucks a month, if you can believe it, for a canned diet plan, one to two check-ins a month. Forget it! Partnering with David allows you to access a resource who's available effectively 24-7. Things are going so well. A lot of you emailing me saying, hey, I've joined the David Leans program, the Do Wellness program, and for 200 bucks, it's a victory for everybody. Yes, it is. Don't wait. Go right to the website and sign up now. DavidLeans.com slash BBQ. That's DavidLeans.com slash BBQ. And for 200 bucks a month, you will get somebody that helps you get to your fitness goals here in 2022. First quarter's almost up. You don't want to be waiting too much longer. You've made the commitment to yourself. Now get somebody on board that will help you commit to yourself. Sounds weird, but works 100%. In fact, he's so down on this, he gives you his personal guarantee that if you make the honest effort, but you don't succeed, he'll give you the money back. DavidLeans.com slash BBQ. That's DavidLeans.com slash BBQ. Join now, and we'll be back with Stephen Reichlin right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Show studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by the Barbecue Guru, creators of automatic temperature control technology, sellers of ceramic cookers with built-in power draft fans, and accessories to make your barbecue and grilling life easier. Visit bbqguru.com for more information or call them 800 288 G-U-R-U, the barbecue guru, continuing to be a breakthrough in barbecue technology. Central Lights, it's the third Tuesday of the month, and that means it's time to do a segment with the icon in the industry, a host of TV show, the creator and host of the very popular Project Fire, which we'll be seeing on PBS here shortly, author of some of the most popular barbecue and grilling cookbooks in history. We race to the hotline. And welcome back, good friend of this show, Stephen Reichlin. Hey, Stephen. I apologize to everybody. Technology, the bane of our existence. No doubt. I've uh, often said that when we rely on technology, we're, the only thing we're really relying on is a knuckle sandwich in the face from technology. <laughs> hey, uh, I have a listener-generated question that I wanted to ask you. This is from somebody named Stephen, a fan of my show, also a fan of yours. Um, I'm sorry, his name is Bob. And he says, Greg, can you ask Steven, while we watch him cooking outside, we always wonder if they spray his whole area for flies because there are never any flies around him. How do they accomplish that? Are you just lucky when you shoot, Steven? 
What a great question. Well, this season we were in St. Louis. Uh, the average temperature on the shoot was in the 50s, and no fly would venture forth at uh, that temperature. We have, however, when we've been in southern Arizona, it's been warmer. Uh, we have to take some extreme measures to make sure that no flies are visible, establishing a no-fly zone. But uh, last couple of years, it's been cold climate, so that has not been an issue. <laughs> Uh, Stephen Reichland joining us here on the show. Are you in South Beach, uh, hobnobbing with the likes of I a Dwayne Wade, Beach. maybe? <laughs> I am at a restaurant mm-hmm. called Los Fuegos, the Francis Malman restaurant at the Faina oh. ho- uh, Hotel. And uh, I just had an amazing uh, grilled meal of uh, grilled, smoked, and fire-roasted uh, food from start to finish <laughs> uh, with a, uh, a number of uh, social media influencer friends. And uh, I thought I would be home and in my uh, home studio sooner than I was. But at any rate, uh, I've been thinking about barbecue, uh, even though uh, you can't see me. Um, Thursday, of course, is St. Patrick's Day. I talked a little bit about it with Meathead last week, but I was hoping we might get some kind of a education uh, per Professor Reichlin on the history of St. Patrick's Day and you know, within the story, perhaps, that you would weave, uh, there are a few items that might surprise some folks. Well, uh, the first big surprise is that Irish people, even today, do not eat corned beef on uh, St. Wow. Patrick's Day. Uh, not only that, but they don't drink green beer either. Uh, corned beef actually uh, originated in Ireland. Uh, 12th century is the first mention of it uh, in an epic poem. Uh, it takes its name... Uh, not from anything having to do with corn, but uh, from uh, salt kernels, which, which were used to cure the meat. And uh, they took, they were the size and shape of barley corns. And that's how uh, the word corned beef uh, came to be. It was named after these kernel sized pieces of salt. Uh, back in the Middle Ages, the curing salt was burnt uh, seaweed. Uh, which had sodium nitrate in it. Of course, today we use sodium nitrate. At one point, Irish corned beef was uh, one of the most lucrative exports in the world. Uh, It found its way to every corner of the British Empire. (laughs) But it really wasn't until the early 20th century when millions of uh, Irish uh, immigrants settled in New York City that they learned to appreciate corned beef uh, from their Jewish immigrant neighbors. Uh, Because... uh, Jewish people had been corning and uh, making cured meats. Uh, they got the model from Turkish bastorma, which became our pastrami. <laughs> and originally it was made with goose. Uh, and eventually when you moved to America, my God, beef was so cheap that you could actually corn beef and make pastrami out of beef. And that's where corned beef and pastrami really took off. Um when you talk about settling, too, I, I think it's unique to read some of the backstory here. And you have uh, the Irish immigrants moving into uh, Jewish settled neighborhoods, if you will. And, uh, you know, the, the parallel here is you have two uh, groups of people who had been, you know, highly, um, highly uh, had high prejudice against them. They, you know, they were... Um, religious reasons, uh, you know, for the Irish people and obviously for uh, the Jewish people too. So 
these folks had a lot of uh, things going on in parallel and then uh, being able to grab from one another's uh, history and and, and uh, being able to take advantage of that corn beef that they're getting from the Jewish deli is really quite fascinating when you think about it. Uh, absolutely. But, you know, this is what drew me to, for, to barbecue uh, to begin with when I first wrote Barbecue Bible and what has kept me here because barbecue, smoked foods, grilled foods, there's a story that is much bigger than just what uh, goes on your plate or in your palate. Uh, it really, barbecue is really the story of who we are, where we came from, uh, our culture, our history. Uh, and that to me is what's so fascinating about it. When we talk about doing a corned beef, uh, we're obviously a little outside of that time window if you wanted to do one yourself from a uh, uncured brisket. So if you go to the grocery store and you buy a corned beef already in those packets and they seem to be out there by the truckloads right now, are there anything that you would recommend doing in a prep standpoint before you would start to cook it? Well, absolutely. Well, first of all, you want to soak it in cold water for a couple of hours to remove some of the extra excess salt. But if you uh, check out uh, my blog on barbecuebible.com, we actually took one of those corned beef and we smoked it in the smoker, uh, in effect, turning it into naked pastrami, that is, without the spice crust on it. Uh, and then uh, you can either steam it or you can braise it. Uh, but you make something that is absolutely wondrous. It's uh, kind of has the smoke flavor of a brisket with the salty, tangy, umami flavor of corned beef. At barbecuebible.com, I was reading... Uh, one of the big sandwiches, obviously, for St. Patrick's Day is the Reuben. And uh, there seemed to be a, a different way that you were talking about or that was discovered in that blog post over at barbecuebible.com. Um, well, I mean, first of all, the Reuben, it's associated with uh, another Jewish immigrant. Uh, and um, we, you know, traditionally the Reuben would be, uh, it'd be griddled. It'd be pan fried in butter. Uh, but we like to do it on the grill. And I, I want to do a shout out to a guy named Steve Nestor. Now, many of you will recognize him as the grill wrangler on many of the Project Smoke and Project Fire TV shows. Uh, but Steve is also our heads up our uh, test kitchen at barbecuebible.com. And that beautiful Reuben sandwich that you see uh, on my website, uh, that is Steve's handiwork and the, the smoking of the... Uh, the corned beef, that was my idea, but Steve's execution. So uh, shout out to Steve. He's a great guy. Very talented guy. One of the things that I noticed within that recipe specifically was that was a Wagyu uh, corned beef. And this was something that was already corn. You can buy it right off this website. That's right. It's uh, the Holy Grail Provisions uh, website. Uh, we've been doing a lot of work with Holy Grail. Uh, they have really first-rate meats. And, um, you know, if you traditionally corned beef, well, first of all, corned beef wasn't always brisket. It used to be any piece of beef that you would cure uh, with salt and then can and ship all over the uh, British uh, Empire. But uh, making it with Wagyu beef, you know, you just get that much more melting on your tongue lusciousness. Um one of the other things that I saw on the website was this couple who, like many of us a year ago, year and a half ago, you're trapped inside your house. Maybe you had all these plans to travel or go out to eat at a bunch of different restaurants. 
And what do they turn to as they realize they're going to be spending quite a while in their house? But they're active cooks and they want to experience traveling, but they can't really go anywhere. They pull out the barbecue Bible. This couple cooks through the book. They tackled every single recipe, over 500 recipes in that book. I mean, that is, has anybody ever written to you before and said that they have done that front to back? Uh, as far as I know, I am the only one who has cooked every recipe in that book uh, <laughs> prior to Richard and Aileen Douglas, but uh, they were very organized about it. They started and a few recipes in, they created a spreadsheet. They listed every recipe. They, uh, they uh, in their spreadsheet, they gave it a ranking, uh, uh, kind of description of the circumstances uh, when they made it, who they served it to. And now they have, uh, so we're starting a club, you know, next year is going to be the 25th anniversary of uh, Barbecue Bible. How's that for a scary thought? Wow. And uh, so uh, we are starting an international club called the Club 500. And all you have to do to become a member of it is to commit to cooking all 530 recipes in the Barbecue <laughs> Bible. Does it have to be done by a certain time frame? <laughs> <laughs> Well, since next year's the 25th anniversary, I think it will have to be done by uh, December 31st, wow. uh, 2023. Is there a prize if you get through all 500 plus recipes? I'm sure there is, and we haven't figured it out yet. But as soon as we do, uh, no, we're not going to start the promotion in <laughs> earnest until uh, 23. But there will definitely be a prize. Yeah. I think we're going to have. Uh, I think we're going to have uh, Greg Rampey come and cook for them. Uh, that's the uh, that's going to be their prize. Yeah, get them to 529. Once they do that, I'll fly out uh, wherever for 530th. We'll all cook it together. It'll be a, a group success right there at the end. Um, you're not going to be able to see this as I play this, Stephen, but I wanted to share this with everybody, of course, because uh, Project Fire is going to be coming out here shortly, so stand by for this little promo, which everybody's going to watch. Welcome to St. Louis, where the music is blue and the barbecue is always red hot. I'm Stephen Reichlin. Whoa! <laughs> Join me for an all-new season of Project Fire. What do you think of that, St. Louis? We're coming to you from a new city. Okay. With new mystery boxes, let's find out what else I have to grill with. And fascinating grilling guests. <laughs> I love your portion size. From social media influencers. Normally I let it sit for a minute. I don't think that's going to happen here. <laughs> I don't think that's an option today. To local legends of St. Louis barbecue. St. Louis barbecue to me is pork steaks. <laughs> and we'll grill Mediterranean with Diane Cochillas, host of My Greek Table. Yamas. Yamas. <laughs> Big flavors, more fire. Don't miss an all-new season of Project Fire. All right, so there it is. The promo's out right now for the hey, new season of Project Fire. stop clicking around because I need to show you this uh -oh, right now. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I've got the this audio. There we go. YouTube just loves to run stuff, run right after another, nevertheless. Uh, so, I mean, that is a pretty good sizzle reel to get people excited for the new TV show that's coming up. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Of course, there's nothing more painful in life than hearing yourself or watching yourself on your own TV show. <laughs> uh, Stephen, last question before I let you go, and I appreciate you uh, getting through to the show here this evening. Uh, next segment, I'm going to be having Mr. Jonathan on from the Cigar Authority. It's it's like the Barbecue Central show, but uh, for cigars. Are you a uh, somebody that might imbibe in a cigar from time to time? 
I am an occasional cigar smoker, uh, not often, but I, uh, my most memorable cigar experience was uh, smoking Havanas with uh, mm-hmm. Peter Workman, the late uh, founder of my publishing company, Workman Publishing, and that is a night I will remember the rest of my life. Uh, this is Stephen Reichlin. You can find him over at barbecuebible.com, of course, and then keep your eye out for the new Project Fire TV show that will be coming out on PBS here shortly. Stephen, anything else before I let you go this evening? Now, just wishing everybody a happy uh, St. Patrick's Day and um, happy grilling. And, you know, head over to the site, watch the show, and uh, listen to Barbecue Central. Stephen, always appreciate the time, and we will talk to you again next month. And there he is, Stephen Reichlin, right there, Barbecue Hall of Famer, of course, and graciously fighting through some of those demons that the Wi-Fi will have you incur from time to time. Make sure that you head on over to PBS.com and find out. I think it's like Memorial Day. I think that TV show kicks off. Uh, last month, they were running a marathon of last season's Project Fire. But if you're somebody that follows a lot of those social media folks, influencers, by the way, Stephen Reichland having some kind of soiree with social media influencers in southern Florida. I want to know who's there. Who's hanging out with Stephen Reichland? Who gets to meet him and hang out with him in person before me? Somebody gets to hang out with Stephen Reichland before me. I want to know about it. I want it. All right, Mr. Jonathan is in the green room. We'll get to him here in just one second. I will talk to you quickly about Primo Grills. What do we love about ceramic cookers? We love that they're fuel efficient. We love that you can achieve low and slow temperatures for traditional barbecue meats. We love that you can get rip-roaring hot for high-heat grilling. But what's missing in the everyday lineup of ceramic cookers? The real ability to do true two-zone cooking. Two-zone cooking, very important to both professionals and backyard cooks alike. It's the best way to manage a fire and cook with confidence. However... Getting a two-zone fire and a round ceramic cooker is not very realistic. Why? Because it's round. Enter Primo Grill and their game-changing oval design. The shape gives you the ability to execute a two-zone setup that you desire. It also gives you the other ceramic grill benefits as well. Really, when you break it down, there's more than 60 different ways. 6-0. 60 different ways to configure and cook on that Primo cooker. So you're only limited by your culinary imagination. If you like gadgets and accessories and other stuff, To help complete your Primo Grill cooking experience, they have those as well. The Primo Grill rotisserie, yes. The Primo Grill pizza accessory, yes. The full drip pan, the rib rack, the list goes on. They're only sold through dealers, so please go and visit the website, primogrill.com. That's primogrill.com and see where the nearest dealer is to you. See them in person. See all the different size ovals and then pick the one that best fits your needs. And here's the bottom line. Best ceramics in the biz, yes. Patented technology, yes. True two-zone cooking capabilities and multiple sizes, yes and yes. And if you just have to have a round one, they have those two. But really, consider the oval. There's plenty of other round ones out there, but the oval gives you the two-zone cooking. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook. Otherwise, visit the website, primogrill.com. We are back with Mr. Jonathan from the Cigar Authority. Stick around. We'll be right back.
Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Craig Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. And this portion being brought to you by CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for all your pellet-driven cookers. Visit CookinPellets.com for more information or to see what other products they have to give you a little bit more smoky flavor as you cook right along. But again, pellet-driven cookers need Cooking Pellets. So go to CookinPellets.com. CB and the gang out there supporting the show as they have done for years. My next guest tonight is one of the co-hosts on the most popular cigar podcast in history. You can listen to every show live Saturday afternoon at noon Eastern or just subscribe to their podcast and listen at your convenience. Last time, we talked a bit about cigar basics. And tonight, we will cover some more of that as well as some other topics. We race to the hotline. And welcome back in second-timer to the show, Mr. Jonathan from the Cigar Authority. Hey, Jonathan. Hey, what's going on? Before we get into perhaps an abridged number of talking points this evening, as I was listening to some of the Cigar Authority shows over the last handful of weeks, especially as the year turned, there was a lot of talk about price increases and the potential downturn or perhaps demise to some degree of the premium cigar industry. So as we're drawing quarter one to a close here in 2022, how much of that is panning out? Uh, there is a serious issue as far as the prices they're at, they're going up and that is because of the demand of tobacco of all things. It's the, the cigar demand is starting to wane, but companies are hungry for tobacco to try to catch up with their back orders before retailers cancel the back orders. So yeah, that's the big crisis that's happening right now in the cigar industry. So what you had was a COVID demand. And now the lack of supply is just not catching up, if you will? What we're seeing is we're up against this year numbers where people this time last year had nothing to do but smoke cigars and drink alcohol. And this year there are other options. So they are smoking less. All the new smokers we picked up, we kept. They are just not smoking at the same volume they were smoking. Now, the industry wasn't able to pivot at the same speed that the smoking levels increased. So those manufacturers that buy tobacco ran out of tobacco, they ran out of cigars, and they're trying to catch up on back orders before retailers realize uh, people are smoking a little bit less than they did last year, so I can cancel my back orders. And that's where the scramble is. So the small amount of inventory that is out there available for purchase, the price of that has gone up because it is a small amount of inventory. And it all is driven because of the lower amount of tobacco yield from not having enough workers to work the fields and all that. Do you see a catch-up point in 2022? Yeah, I'm going to say that it hits right around midsummer, where the two wires are going to cross Smoking consumption is going to catch up with where production ends up being and all the orders that were placed are going to be, those shops will be whole. Will you see then a, will there be a potential downturn in price or once the price goes up, then that's going to be where the new price is? No, what'll happen is new brands will come in. Like there's a new brand called Buffalo 10 
and it's coming in at $5 per cigar. <laughs> and it's a really good $5 cigar. Years ago, Brickhouse launched a campaign, $5 in a comfortable chair. Brickhouse is $8 right now for that same cigar. So new cigars are going to come in at the lower price point. The customer that's looking for a good $5 cigar is going to buy it. And then that $5 cigar will increase along with the rest of the cigars. And then new cigars will come in at $5 and so on and so forth. I heard the interview uh, this past Saturday with the president of... Uh, I forget the name of the manufacturer, but they make Ram Buffalo Rodriguez. 10. Yeah, Ram Rodriguez. Yep. Um, they also make the the David Ortiz cigar as well, uh, the, the firecracker that you guys are running with. So that they seem to be pretty... Obviously, they're, they're very established. Maybe it was a third-generation company, if I was remembering correctly. But uh, the Buffalo years. the Buffalo 10 is the one you just mentioned it. I had it on my note to to kind of bring up and see. How do you know when it's new and good? Because... You were talking about it in a very positive way. Dave was talking about it in a very positive way. And he's seen a billion cigars. He's got his own brands. You know, this is, nobody probably knows more cigars th than Dave. Barry was also very high in it. When you get three people, the, the caliber of you guys being very positive on, I don't want to call it an entry-level cigar, but a newer cigar to the industry, and it's this positive, is that something that happens regularly? Yes and no. Think about brisket. So if you're at a, uh, a brisket restaurant that features three different briskets made by three different people, if that's how brisket restaurants operate, you know that the briskets are going to be good. Maybe the flavoring may not match up to your flavor profile, but you know that it's going to hold itself up when you hold it, you know, after you make the quarter inch cut, it's not going to fall and drip. Uh, it's not going to fall apart. It's not going to be tough and chewy because the person that owns that shop already vetted the brisket. It's the same in cigars. For it to get through our buyer, Dave, myself, Barry, and get on the shelves, it's been vetted. It burns well. It draws well. The company has been looked into as far as their financials. They're not going anywhere because that's something you have to look at right now. There are companies that are going belly up left and right. Mr. Jonathan joining us here on the show from the Cigar Authority podcast. Uh, also, you can buy cigars from twoguyscigars.com, which is the number twoguyscigars.com. Are there any other up-and-coming brands that you're particularly bullish on at the moment? Uh, Rojas has been pretty consistent. He's a smaller company out of Nicaragua. Uh, Aladino, you guys hear me talk about that on the show every week. Uh Two companies, Padron and Perdomo, they're not new and up and coming. They do have some new blends on the market. Perdomo's got the new Garofalo. Uh, Padron is coming out with a 60 ring gauge in their 1926. But they have cigars and they have tobacco. And that really is the question that we should be asking is what's good? Because although there are some new cigars coming in, the legacy players that play in the Padron space and the Perdomo space it's a different league compared to everybody else. I don't want to take this into a business spin, but the two companies that you just mentioned, obviously well-established, I would imagine very financially fit. Would they be perhaps on the buy of other brands that might be out there that 
you know, uh, they're having discussions. Maybe a brand isn't really doing as well as they thought they could have been, or they didn't plan very, whatever the case may be. Could, could they, uh, could they be looking to add? I don't think either of those two companies is looking to buy. I know that they've both been approached by some medium to large players to purchase tobacco and they got turned down. Nobody wants to sell tobacco right now. Everybody needs it for themselves. That's the commodity in cigars. And as long as they keep the tobacco, they can keep making cigars and keep getting them out to market. So let's talk a little bit with a couple moments that we have left about keeping your stuff well-maintained. Spring is almost upon us in the live fire world. That means doing some maintenance on your grill, especially if you're the type of guy or gal that might hang it up after Labor Day and is getting ready to roll it out here towards Memorial Day, making sure everything's safe, proper working order, and so on. I would imagine the same thing would apply in the cigar world if we're talking about lighters or anything else that you know might be mechanical that you want to make sure is in proper working order. How do you maintain that stuff? With lighters, the key is to bleed the lighter. So if you get the lighter upside down, and this should happen every time you fill it, Flip the lighter upside down, get a bleed tool or precision screwdriver, depress the valve, and let the pressure out. I'm not losing much butane here. All of it is the back pressure. And the lighter has to let air into that tank in order for it not to implode. So you let that pressure off without shaking the butane, just flip it upside down. You want the propellant to be at the top of the can, you want the butane at the bottom, depress the valve. And that shit will fill all the way up to the top. And you do that every single time that you fill your lighter, and you won't have problems with it. It lights every time. Well, I have now learned something the second time you've been on the show, that I have now been <laughs> refilling my lighter, perhaps incorrectly, at least every third or fourth time. I do depress or uh, release the pressure you know, every so often, but Bleeding. not every time, but I'll do it every time. Yeah, every time, and then you'll just your lighter will last ten times longer. What brands of lighters and cutters are you using, and can one correlate cost with quality? In the barbecue world, we have a saying: "Buy the best and only cry once." Is that the same for cigar accessories, by and large? With lighters, no. With cutters, yes. So all lighters are essentially the same. They all have a piezo igniter. They all have jets from one to six. They all have a tank. They all have adjustment. Now you want something that's no frills, that's a workhorse. Vertigo's Cyclone is the best on the planet. Two Guys Cigars has them, two for 20. F***ing Christ. Lost the damn internet connection. I knew it. I knew it. And we're back. But no Mr. Jonathan. Because we are now, as they say, up against it. So, as the first hour draws to a close, technically the worst hour in 2022, and it's hands down, I can't begin to fathom how we can come up with a scenario that would be worse than this first hour. I can't even think it. But we're muddling through it. And podcasters, you will be extremely happy to know you really don't know what's going on, but you can go back and watch the video of this tragedy if you want. 
Let me talk to you quickly about Big Papa Smokers, Sterling Ball and the gang over there, the one-stop online shop for all things barbecue, a curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies. We'll get you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. Big Papa's known for the championship rubs and seasonings, popular flavors like Sweet Money, Cattle Prod, Cash Cow, all proven winners on the competition circuit. And in the backyard, Big Papa's offering 13 perfectly balanced flavors to transform ordinary meals into extraordinary. Whether you're cooking to impress judges or friends, you really can't go wrong with anything that Big Papa has on the website. Cookers, of course, Granny's Barbecue Sauce, if you have any questions, give them a call, 877-828-0727. That's 877-828-0727. Or shop their website at bigpapasmokers.com. We're back right after this to wrap the first hour. Stick around. We'll be right back. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Fireboard. Monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously. Connect to Wi-Fi for cloud-based monitoring or connect via Bluetooth. And if you have Alexa or the Google Assistant, you're in luck because Fireboard is fully integrated with both. Find out more by visiting fireboard.com. Or call 816-945-2232. That's Fireboard. As I am trying to get back in order here. That's not going to work, of course. All right. uh, If you're trying to get back on the YouTubes, you can probably get there to a certain degree. However... I don't know if I'm going to be able to see you or not, so you can jump over to Facebook if you want to shoot me an email or Twitch, of course. Not sure about Clubhouse. I'll take a look at that here through the break. Uh, we're heading to the second hour, Refresh Libations, where we may or may not have a technically free second hour. We'll see. Stick around. We'll be right back. This is Dion Blumenrader with Big Hoss One Sauce, and you're listening to the best show on all things barbecue with my man, Greg Rempe. 